Welcome to Norwegians in California, hosted by the Royal Norwegian Consulate in San Francisco. This podcast will touch upon how it is to be a Norwegian student, intern, au pair, businesswoman or man, startup, academic professionals, or just a fellow Norwegian living in California. We will dive into all the different opportunities you have as a Norwegian, hoping to cross the Atlantic and establish yourself or your business on the U.S. best coast. No, sorry, I mean West Coast. And together, we will explore the great Norwegian network that exists in California. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. My name is Oda, and I'm the student intern at the consulate. In this episode, I will be joined by Eirik Sarsgrønner, Amund Risa Fylling, and Fredrikke Slemdal from the Norwegian School of Entrepreneurship. Eirik is 25 years old and a former student at Lander University. He's currently interning at Foundersuite.com. And Amun is 23 years old and a student at NHH, Norwegian School of Economics. He is currently interning at Tomta. And Fredrikke is 26 years old and she's interning at Telesense this summer. She is working as an AI trainer team lead back in Norway. Welcome Eirik, Amun and Fredrikke. How are you doing today? Thank you, Uda. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's great being here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this episode. Yeah, it's lovely to have you all here. So, as I said, you're all participating in the summer program for the Norwegian School of Entrepreneurship here in San Francisco. And this is a program in co- collaboration with Innovation Norway, the University of Oslo and University of Berkeley, California. So could you, Eirik, maybe tell us a bit more about the School of Entrepreneurship and how you ended up here in the Bay Area for the summer? So the Norwegian School of Entrepreneurship was founded in 1999 by Professor Niels D. Christofferson at the Department of Informatics at the University of Oslo. The program started up in cooperation with Cornell University and has now grown to five locations worldwide. This includes San Francisco, Boston, Singapore, Toronto, and Houston. Our alumni network has increased to more than 2,000 uh, alumni and is by far the biggest network of its kind in Norway. The first part of the program takes place in, in Norway at the University of Oslo, and the second part of the program takes place here in San Francisco. We are a group of about 30 Norwegian graduate students, and we are interning at different startups in the Bay Area. Furthermore, we are attending a class in entrepreneurship at UC Berkeley over the summer. And these 10 weeks in San Francisco, we are working at startups from Monday through Thursday and attending classes at UC Berkeley on Fridays. Wow, that sounds like a fun way to spend your semester. So you're both getting hands-on experiences as well as study at one of the best universities in California. But what is the overall objective of the program? Well, uh, the overall objective is to give our student a taste of entrepreneurship and to help us, a student, to better understand local business culture and to stimulate ideas that can be of value for us in the future. Um, It is, of course, also to inspire us as students to be entrepreneurs and to start building on our own businesses. That's great. And so you're currently students at university in Norway. Um, Is this summer program a part of your studies or do you receive any credits for the work that you do? Uh, Yeah, we do uh, receive credits equal to one semester from the University of Oslo. 
And uh, to achieve these credits, we have to uh, write the final reflection report. And uh, also we're making like a startup, uh, like a fake startup. And <laughs> we're going to present it for a panel of uh, investors. And uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty fun. And hopefully someone will take the idea and actually turn it into a real business afterwards. Yeah, that must be fun. So you're all making your own business model in a way. Um, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so we have to present it, but we don't have to make the actual business. But I think some actually are talking about actually taking it to market. So that's pretty exciting. Okay, and are you able to give us any insight in what type of businesses you're uh, working on? Yeah, we have uh, quite a few different ones. Uh, my group, we're working on like an app for uh, exploring places. So we want to to gamify uh, exploration and okay. uh, turn it into like a game, uh, exploring new new places. You can tell us a bit about the. Your business uh, model, that's pretty cool, Eric. Yeah, so we are creating a, a moving portfolio of microhouses that we can supply to resort owners and hotel owners that have reached the full, comp full capacity uh, during high seasons. Okay. So in this way, we can, uh, we can give them additional housing when, uh, when the housing market is speaking. And uh, my group is creating a subscription model for baby clothes. So in a young infant state, you grow out of your baby clothes very fast. So if you can just subscribe and get the clothes you need require right delivered to your door, then the idea is to take away the time spent finding the basic essentials. And you can stop thinking about that and use your time more efficiently. Wow, interesting. Yeah. So cool. So <laughs> quite a good variety in ideas yeah. and concepts. So like the mm -hmm. door is open to do anything and they will just try to help us create the idea that we think has most merit okay. and they will help us figure out. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see if we find any of these businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said the uh, fake startups, but uh, when, I, when I hear those uh, ideas, I'm like, oh, this sounds like uh, good ideas actually. So I hopefully agree, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hopefully we'll all make it to, <laughs> to the market. Yeah. <laughs> And so what have you learned so far from your classes at Berkeley? Um, are you working on any particular project besides making your own business model? Okay, so I've, I've learned several things during our classes here at Berkeley. Uh, this includes the importance of doing proper market research before pursuing a business idea. Uh, it also includes selecting the right team members when forming a venture. Uh, making sure the target market is large enough and creating a clear and structured pitch for investors. Yeah, as we have mentioned, we are creating the investor pitch. So we're learning a lot about every step of the process, basically everything that we require to know to make our own startups and succeed in the startup environment. So that's very, very exciting. Yeah, for sure. And we also have uh, had a few guest lectures with uh, both a guy from uh, Venture Capital Fund and also a uh, founder of a company. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And um, we're learning a lot by, by hearing from these people and learning from their experiences. Yeah, it sounds like you get a very great insight from the people who have been there before you and already established a business. So that must be cool. Um, so now you're studying in the U.S. and compared to Norway, have you noticed any differences in how the universities are lecturing you guys? There's quite a noticeable difference between the way we are used to study back home in Norway and what we have been introduced to here in the States. So uh, our lecturer at Berkeley, he is very involved with the class and you can never 
enter a classroom without being prepared because you will be asked questions. You will be questions on your opinions and on your view and you have to argue for why you think as you do. So it's you cannot be as anonymous as you can be in a Norwegian classroom and I think it's very beneficial for all of us that we are seen and we are actually uh, picked out to explain ourselves. So we, we need to be participating and yeah, a big part of our grade is participation. So we will be passing based on classroom participation, not only what we bring to the classroom, but yeah, that yeah. we show. So <laughs> a lot more participation, I see. Yes. But yeah, mm. and probably a bit unusual for us as Norwegian students. I mean, it took a couple of weeks for us to really start feeling um that it was okay to speak out loud because it's very non-Norwegian of us. We, we like to be anonymous. We yeah. like to sit in the back <laughs> of the classroom not talking. So um, the way we have been challenged, I think is really good. And I see the classroom dynamic now compared to the first week, it's crazy how different it is. Like everyone is so much more comfortable to speak out loud. You, you cannot say anything that people would think, oh, that's stupid. Because as long as you have like an argument, you you're open to tell what you see and how you feel and yeah yeah so we have it in us as Norwegians <laughs> as well maybe we do. <laughs> we do yeah yeah besides uh, having like new experiences at university is there something like really really strange or is something new here like something that has like, kind of like shocked you I mean there's a lot of things that I think are shocking I have never talked with so many strangers in different places that I have done here in the States because we don't speak with people in line. I've never spoken to people while I'm traveling, but I mean, our Lyft drivers and Uber drivers have some of the most fascinating <laughs> stories to tell. So I've had a lot of great small talking experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I also agree on that when uh, with Uber drivers, that's been uh, really cool to we're just taking a an Uber home and you talk about the uh, different cultures and it's really cool to to get to know people and it's like people from every country here in San Francisco so you get to experience a lot of different cultures. Uh, I also think that um, the work attire is very different from back home. Yeah. Like one of the events I went to, we sat in beanbags and listened to uh, a, a talk. So that was like, you could never see that back home. Right, that's Silicon Valley for you. Yeah, and people, <laughs> were, wearing, people were wearing sweatpants mm -hmm. and sweaters. They didn't care. They, they could shop in flip-flops. Yeah, it's very casual here <laughs> yeah. in California, especially mm. here in San Francisco, I'd say. Yeah, mm. yeah so sure. that's a big difference. Yeah, um, interesting. <laughs> and next to your studies, you are interning at these different startups in the Bay Area. So, Eirik, uh, you're currently interning at Founder Suite. Uh, maybe you could tell us a bit more about the startup you're working for. Uh, what do you do on a daily basis and what experience have you had so far? Uh, so foundersuite.com is a software development company based here in San Francisco. Uh, the company started up in 2013 and the company has developed a software for raising capital and managing investor relations. The software includes an investor CRM, an investor database, a pitch deck hosting tool and many more features to help, help investors raise capital. On a daily basis, I do research on investors and then add them to our investor database. I'm also doing outreach to incubators, accelerators, angel groups, and early stage venture capital firms in order to create 
strategic partnerships. Oh, that sounds really exciting. It sounds like you really get to work on your networking skills as well when you have to talk to so many different people in your business. Um, so in total, you're 30 students. Do all the students participating share the same educational or professional background? Or are you a big mix of different studies and professionals? Uh, so actually this year we're only 28 students as uh, two of the students had to opt out. Uh, but most of us come from different educational and professional backgrounds. However, business and IT education are the most common among the group of students. Okay. And Armin, where are you currently interning? Yes, I'm uh, interning at a company called uh, Tomta AI, which is a data privacy company. So we work with uh, transforming sensitive data into safe data that it can be used for uh, sharing data, using it in AI models, and uh, it creates a lot of opportunities for for companies that needs a lot of data to research and uh, find new solutions to to big uh, problems. So uh, it's been really interesting, and I've been learning a lot because I didn't really know like a lot about like data privacy. But it's it's a really big market, and GDPR is just getting stricter. So I think it's uh, really important with these kind of uh, solutions. So that's been really cool to. Yeah, I got some hands-on experience in that field. Yeah, and especially I think since we're back in Norway and especially Europe, we're used to more privacy and GDPR and the US is more like an open field maybe. So it must be fun yeah, that's, to uh, work in that area. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, actually that's like the Europe is uh, the market where we're currently having the most traction. So yeah. that's pretty interesting to, to see. What about you, Fredrikke? Where are you currently interning? Uh, so I'm currently interning in Telesense which is an agri-tech uh, company. Uh, they're focusing on grain uh, monitoring solutions and reducing spoilage, basically to maximize the value of post-harvest grain. So I don't have any background in that, but it's an, a tech company that's focusing on agriculture. And the fun thing is that they are both American, but they have also purchased a Danish company. So they're equal European as they are American. So to see the difference in how they approach the market with a similar solution is very, very interesting. And currently they're also going through a major uh, change process. And my intern partner and I have basically been invited into the cockpit of the company. And we are allowed to see all the meetings that are happening, all the bad, all the good, every element we have been introduced to. So. We just basically sit there with our notepads and note down everything that we see, everything we observe, and what our uh, CEO, the CEO of Telesense, it's Naim, which is also our professor at Berkeley, coincidentally. <laughs> so he really has a focus on an open door policy. And they're more open to show things here than back home. Back home, we're very strict, we're very structured. But here, uh, being invited into meetings you're not, you haven't been able to participate in before is very different and it's also very fun. It's good that you get to be such a big part of the startups you're working at. So you get a good insight. Mm. Um, what do you believe is the best experience you've had so far? Or has there been any matters or issue did it, you did not anticipate receiving working for a startup? Uh, so actually, uh, International House, where we're staying this summer, uh, with a lot of other international students, we hosted a Norwegian coffee hour, okay. which was a lot <laughs> of fun. So a lot of the students that are living at the International House came 
and approximately, I think it was approximately 150 students that showed up. Yeah, at least. Probably yeah. like 200 yeah. maybe. Probably even yeah. more, yeah. It we, was a lot of people. We got to showcase some, some Norwegian culture. We had a Kahoot with mm-hmm. the uh, Kahoot is Norwegian company. Yeah. And we also put on some Norwegian songs on the playlist. And we served waffles with brown cheese. Oh, wow, great. <laughs> yeah, so a yeah. lot of people got to try the, the brown cheese out. And mm-hmm. I think that was uh, very interesting. For and did you bring the brown cheese from back home? Or did you... A shout out to Norwegian uh, Seaman uh, Church. Yeah. They uh, got us some uh, brown cheese. So that was uh, really kind of them. Yeah, That's the good. Seaman's Church, they got us uh, the brown cheese. And also we got some candy. Mm-hmm. as Turkish pepper mm-hmm. and the Hexahul. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And the students that were participating were they from all over the world or mostly from the US or Yeah, so all from all over the world. And another thing that's also good to mention in, in things that I didn't expect was I actually started off interning for a different company, but we had a difference in what we expected and what we came to. So early on we highlighted this both to Innovation Norway but also to our lecturer Naim. And I think within 36 hours from us saying that this is not what we uh, had pictured, it was fixed essentially. So that's why I'm now currently working for a name because mm. he took us under uh, his wing when we told about our experiences with the first company. So they've been very accommodating even when we got down here to make sure that the value we have while staying in the Bay Area is the most valuable essentially. Yeah. That's good to hear. So you have like your main contact person in Innovation Norway when you are staying here. Yeah, uh, she is down here as well, just working in the Bay Area. Her name is Kelly, and uh, I think everyone is uh, smitten by her. She is a very lovely person, and she's always uh, ensuring that everyone is having a good time, and she's willing really doing her utmost to make this valuable for us yeah mm. that's great yeah, and she's also having like one-on-ones with all of the students so i think that's also really really nice and it's yeah it shows her that she really wants to contribute to making our summer the best uh, it can be you mm. have a good support system when you get down here so either coming to the consulate that was very open invitation from uh, early on but also innovation Norway and and berkeley have all accepted and are very Mm. accommodating and you Almond, have you had any strange experiences of or fun experiences so far uh, so I think my like my impression of uh, this program has been uh, very good so far uh, it's been uh, very different to working for like a startup because the the, the Tomta which I'm working at is like a, at a very early stage so uh, it's like only the founders in the company uh, so it's just me and the founders uh, so <laughs> that's pretty interesting so it's uh, very cool uh, to see like it's being taken decisions like every day uh, like on a daily basis it's uh, important decisions that need to be made and I, I can uh, say my opinions and stuff and contribute to making big decisions for the company which is pretty cool and I think that's something that's pretty cool as well is that we have everything from venture capital funds to uh, to larger uh, uh, startups with uh, like a hundred uh, employees maybe or 50 employees and you have like really small <laughs> startups as I'm working on which has just maybe only the founders or just a few employees so you get like the whole the whole range of the startup world. I completely agree with that as well. Uh, many of the companies they have only like a few people here in San Francisco so many of the the conversations you have to have them over Zoom for example, in, in my case, uh, there is only the CEO that stays here in, in San Francisco. 
all the other people are working from uh, from different places. Uh, some in Egypt, some in India, some in Ukraine. So it's more like a global company, and they don't really have an office. So a lot of the meetings and stuff has to go over email or over Zoom, mm. which is a little bit different than what you're used to. A lot of the startups actually are like remote, so they don't have like a office, or they have an office, but most people work uh, remotely. So it's pretty interesting to see as well, and that's a bit different than than maybe a lot of us uh, thought before we came here. Mm-hmm. It's been cool mm-hmm. to to see like the different tools they use to make make it possible to work uh, remotely. Mm. And I, I also think a lot happened during the corona pandemic as a lot of these people had to stay home and they couldn't use their offices. So I think a lot changed there and now people are like, yeah, they're used to working from home. So a lot of people don't want to go back to their offices. But that's cool that you get an insight in how they work here and it's a lot of, you know, co-working spaces and mm. yeah. Me and Erika are uh, at the co-working space uh, called WeWork, so yeah. that's really cool. Then uh, I've had a lot of interesting conversations there as well with like uh, people working at different companies, and that's uh, like a really valuable opportunity as well. I think uh, to be able to to ha- share offices with with <laughs> like a hundred companies, maybe or like a lot of uh, different companies. Yeah, it yeah. gives you a taste of Silicon Valley. I would yeah, say. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I wondered. Uh, how was it arriving in San Francisco? Probably a lot of people are here or in the U.S. for the first time. Did you have any concerns before you traveled? It's almost piggybacking off the last thing with the COVID pandemic. I've heard that um, San Francisco had almost become like a ghost town because there were so many people moving out. It's fairly expensive to live here. So I was afraid that when we got into the city center and walked around that we will feel the emptiness but uh, I'm glad to say that it seems like people have moved back in and it's starting to get back and that they're focusing more on, yeah, as mentioned, either we working space or a hybrid solution where some office time, some uh, remote time. So gradually, I think people are getting back here and that's it's good to see that it's uh, managing to put a more fuel on the fire, get more people. Yeah, I think uh, the city is for sure coming back to life. Uh, compared to what it was earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And you said you were all staying at iHouse or in the International House at Berkeley. Uh, do the School of Entrepreneurship help you with accommodation? Uh, yeah, they have been very accommodating. So they, um, it, I mean, in regards to iHouse, they essentially just sent us the link and they fixed everything for us to get a room and situated. So that was a fairly plug-and-play process. Um, we do have some of our fellow students that decided not to join iHouse, but they have chosen Airbnb or other solutions. So that's also open. Um, but then you're left more to your own uh, yeah. to try to figure out. But iHouse is a great solution. We get I would highly years. recommend uh, iHouse. It's yeah. like uh, a lot of uh, the networking we've done have actually been through our house because they're like Berkeley is like one of the best universities in the world right so it has a lot of really clever students and students in other fields uh, as me I have a, like a business background it's really cool to be able to talk to to the technology students are like uh, computer science and engineering students I've talked mm-hmm. to like a PhD student in uh, chemistry and I don't really understand anything of what he's saying but it's like really <laughs> fascinating just mm-hmm. to just to hear like how 
how much people know about stuff you never heard about. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. So I think uh, that's uh, something that's been really valuable, just like the interactions, uh, like the casual interactions at dinner and lunch and stuff like that. So great for networking to stay mm, at iHouse. For sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you kind of mentioned this already, but how is the social life as a student intern in San Francisco? So I think the social life for students are pretty great here in San Francisco. Uh, the campus at, at UC Berkeley is filled with students from all over the world, as we said earlier. And actually, a lot of students are coming from similar backgrounds as us. Uh, a program from Sweden that we, we met some students, they're doing a very similar program to us. There are 30 students, they're all interning in startups as well. And they're studying at the uh, High School of Business over the summer. So we have very similar programs to the ones that we are attending. So very cool. We're at an event, uh, like a leadership uh, summit, and uh, me and Eirik and Fredrikke were there as well. And we're just like randomly uh, talking to some uh, Berkeley law students um, that were studying uh, summer courses in law over the summer. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we should hang out. And then we, we had like a happy hour uh, so in the city. And so it was really cool to just... Uh, yeah, just get that experience and get to get to know more people from other fields uh, than than yourself. Yeah, I think both the possibilities within IHAS, but also the networking events we have found outside. There's a lot of focus on tech events and uh, things that I think most of us find really intriguing, uh, where you can get in for free or fairly low fee if you don't manage to get in the first first batch of people so there's a lot of options to find like-minded people i had um we had a lovely networking event like a soiree with tech people and i am now meeting one of the people or people i met on that event uh on wednesday where we're just going to talk about what i do currently back home and if there's any possibility to see some sort of synergies between her way of work she's working as a uh, consultant uh, and what we deliver as an AI software platform back home. I think some of them even were like high tech people from Meta or you meet very high f people in their different fields and it's very low barrier to go and contact them and say hello and ask them questions. And that's uh, very different from anything I'm used to. Mm. Yeah, and that's kind of also what you're here to learn, yeah. how to network and how mm -hmm. to, that it's not that scary, as you might think, to mm -hmm. talk to people. And yeah, so at these events as well, we, we have met a lot of founders from different companies that we can draw inspiration from and learn from that are probably going to, that we are going to pursue the same as, as they have done. So I think it's been a great learning experience attending all these events. And it has also been, um, there's been a discount code for students. So when we're students there, we get like uh, a pretty large discount on many of the events. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, also a very good opportunity. Mm. Yeah, and also, um, and I remember the first day me and Eirik was there, um, or it was the second day, we had uh, we were staying at a hotel in the in the city center before we checked in at the house, and we were just gonna eat breakfast at a cafe. And it was just like, um, it was a guy like, he was a consultant or something like that. And he was just, he just came up to us and paid for our breakfast. It was like uh, 80 bucks or something for, we were three, three of us. And he just paid for it without even asking. And we were like, oh, whoa, why, why did you pay for us? And we we're just talking with him for like two hours. So it's like a lot of uh, like spontaneous uh, 
interaction, interaction with yeah. uh, other people. So I think that's really valuable as well. And I think that's uh, something you should be really open to when you're here, like for people who we're thinking of uh, coming here next year and doing uh, the Norwegian School of Entrepreneurship. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's the most valuable things you get is probably the the interactions with people in in the yeah in the startup uh, world. I think one of us did a very good thing uh, where he had prior to traveling down here he had. Um, booked himself in uh, on the free tickets when it's early so then you can book yourself into multiple events and then you have your options open when you get down here so if you travel i mean the networking events are really fun and it's such a fun experience to talk with so many creative inspirational people so if you go down here use the time before you travel just to book yourself into multiple events because then you have the option (laughs) Yeah, and where could they find these networking events? Um, We have, I mean, there's two apps I currently use. One is called Meetups or Meetup, and the other one is Eventbrite. And I think Eventbrite is the one I have found most interesting events on. Uh, But Meetup also has a lot of good options for more social events, not necessarily networking or business events. So yeah, that's some great <laughs> advice. Mm. And TechCrunch actually also have some some good events. Yeah. And we were actually able to see Bill Gates at one of the events. <laughs> wow. So that was really exciting really cool. yeah, to learn from one of the, <laughs> the top minds in the world. That was mm-hmm. a great experience. Yeah. And a lot of people are now probably wondering how you can apply for this great program you've all talked about. Are there any criteria you have to fill in order to apply? Uh, so there are uh, a criteria you need to have a bachelor's degree, but it doesn't need to be a certain uh, field of study. So it can be everything from business to engineering to computer science to agriculture. It doesn't really matter. It can be like whatever, uh, as long as you have a bachelor's degree. Uh, they're really open and they want people from multiple fields of study. Uh, so you can uh, apply at uh, grunderskolen.no. It's for Norwegian students uh, only. But uh, I would really advise you to... Um, to, to apply if you're um, no matter which uh, study field you're from because we have we have uh, a lot of business students and some computer science students but we don't really have any other uh, like fields of studies so I think uh, it would be really nice to have a more diverse uh, study backgrounds here for sure yeah I think it's important to mention I mean Silicon Valley is like the hub for startups for especially tech startups so you won't regret regret coming here for just inspiration or expanding your network it's equal opportunity for all where you can meet interesting people and um, you don't need to be the one to wanting to create a company i think if you travel down here with more of a technical background you can meet a lot of people that will be your future employers or you can find synergies with and together perhaps participate in some sort of great new um, we're always talking about it maybe you can join and find like the new oil yeah (laughs) like we always (laughs) mention in everything like finding the new oil for norway figuring out what can make norway more sustainable long term i think it's really important with programs like this to to like uh, help us to generate uh, new ideas to new companies that can uh, yeah, shape the future. And what tips would you give the students looking to apply? Is there anything particular they should mention in their application? or? Uh, I would say a tip would be to, to start the process pretty early. You know, in order to be 
to do the best out of it. And you should also spend some time making your application stand out. So what are your qualities that differ from others uh, that makes you, you unique and your application unique? I would also recommend visiting grunderskolen.no to get more information about the program. On the website, you can find information about the program, the different destinations, the financing, and also the application process. There is also a blog on the website where students, where previous students have posted about their experiences. So that would also be nice to reading that. Yeah, that's some great advice. So thank you so much all for the insight you have provided. Uh, I'm sure the tips will help the students looking to apply and hopefully it has sparked some inspiration for other students with entrepreneurial dreams. Uh, the School of Entrepreneurship is yeah, truly a great way to start off your professional career. And to wrap up this episode, I would like to ask you what your favorite thing is about living in the Bay Area or in California. Uh, first of all, Uda, I just want to thank you so much for having us on the podcast. It's been a really great experience for all three of us. Yeah, totally. And I would say that uh, for my part, I, I really love the vibe of the city and the people here. And and the diversity of people here is much greater than I, I, I expected it to be. So, yeah, very nice meeting people from all over the world. Yeah, I, I second that one. I think that uh, the people here are the best uh, part about uh, the city. And also, like, the weather is pretty good as well. <laughs> so that's a bonus. Yeah, we've all gotten quite a great tan for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but... <laughs> 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 we've yeah. just been out inside. Yeah. <laughs> We're just reading all day. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, it's a great city to spend a summer in and especially as a young professional. So thank you so much for joining me, Eirik, Amun and Fredrikke. And thank you for listening to the second episode of Norwegians in California. So stay tuned for the next one, uh, which will be hosted by the new student intern at the consulate. And make sure to like and follow us on Spotify and Podbin and check out at Norway and SF on Instagram or Royal Norwegian Consulate General in San Francisco on LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>